Keith, how about that uh, free agent frenzy right now? Jesus, with, uh, with the NFL, it's like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Like, every bunch of trades. Well, I don't understand why you'd, give, why you'd give a alleged sex pest um, a fully guaranteed $230 million, knowing full well that he might be suspended for an entire year. Sign the alleged sex pest a week after International Women's Day. Uh, a week after your franchise tweeted out saying how much they appreciate the contribution of women to um, this city of Cleveland and to the Cleveland Browns. So well done, Cleveland. And we are. Um, yeah. That's, that's, I, I'm absolutely baffled by what's happening in Cleveland. It's somewhere between one and twenty-two that I stopped believing Deshaun Watson. Yeah, what what, yeah. what did they say? There's always there, there's always a number where it's like with you can't. Like, there is no within, way that there's within a number to say like there is within reason to say like okay maybe this could be a conspiracy. Conspiracy, but but we are way past that number. <laughs> like the, there's no it's, it's way not... that these twenty-two women all colluded together to say let's go for Deshaun Watson. Like that's just not. A legitimate thing like, if particularly is, when he ad- he admitted to the behavior himself in the first place right. i mean the, the, I guess it I, makes I, no I, sense to me no sense it, not sense. not only is his behavior weird it's also abhorrent and the fact that he could be so easily glossed over because he's a talented athlete and he might win cleveland some football games i, 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 I just please hope, i just hope he never wins them a super bowl like it well, just, I hope they, he doesn't. I hope he just doesn't win the first four games because people will be after him for, as soon as that. Because the the mob is fickle. Um, well, that's true. So they will turn on him quickly if he does not win the football games. It is very. It's also very interesting how, like, when it's your team, they seem to like. If this was the Bears and they did this, I probably would not cheer for them at all until he is off the team. Like, I would just. I would. I would. I would be appalled. But like, it's interesting to see when. When the shoe's on your foot, they're willing to look a blind eye to all this. All the fans are, and it's. I've I've heard from some friends of mine that have fans that are like Cleveland fans, and they're like, "Yeah, but it's only a." Le-. It's just like, no, there's no excuse. You you can't just because it's your team, you can't defend that. Yeah, I was listening to um, uh, the Jason and OC podcast. So OC Umanura has lived in the UK since retiring from the NFL, and he does the NFL coverage over here. And this was going back when the allegations first came out. And um, he was asking his friend and ex-Giants teammate, Jason Bell, who also does the um, NFL coverage in the UK, um, how many masseuses do you think I've had in my entire career? So he played for 12 years. How many masseuses do you think he had during that time? One or or two. One. Yeah, because usually if you like them, you keep them. Yeah. Especially they do um, a good job, right? Because it's and the it was it was the, the team is to help your body be successful yeah. on the field, not to get sex. So all of that stuff that Deshaun Watson was saying over five years, I needed forty different masseuses because I, I needed the, the attention. Get get out of here, you absolute alleged sex pest! Right, we're not here to talk, talk about the NFL. Liam's just left on purpose. My cameras, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen the, I've never seen this uh, this thing before. This uh, icon, so interesting. Yes, we we are pixel points. Oh, we hold are on, the hold only. On. Hold on, Shelburne says. So 
what what would that mean? Would you call the public pest control then? Um, well, it, de it depends if they if they end up um, yeah. boycotting the games, which I can't see people doing, or sponsors leaving on mass, which they already haven't done. Yeah. Um, then yes, but without without sponsors and fans voting with their wallets, which is much easier to do in sport than it is with video games. Um, no, it's not. What are you talking it, about? It is, because if you're talking about, say, something like um, what's happened with Activision Blizzard and that scandal, it, when you're talking about a global product in something like World of Warcraft or um, Overwatch, there are going to be people around the world who aren't going to care so much as something that's actually hitting their own specific piece of the world. So people people link on to sports franchises in a different way than I would to say to video game franchises. Um, so un unless something changes around that, I, I, in terms of the fans in Cleveland saying, I'm not going to go because, but if he starts winning games, they'll, they'll go back. And that's what the ownership and... And the GM and management and back office, that's what they want people to think. So he's going to win us some games. And he's not getting criminally indicted, but that doesn't mean you're innocent. That just means that a prosecutor didn't think that they could bring a case that they could win. Yeah, not, not enough sufficient evidence to feel like they would get a conviction. That's what that, that's um, the whole thing. But I, like, final point about you, I, I, I still... Like, I get what you mean, but at the same time, like, because the NFL has so much money in TV, like, if fans just stop buying seats, that's not going to change anything. It will in Cleveland. I don't think it will. Because, because it because will, because if you're wanting to fill a 68,000-seat stadium every week. You'd want to, but it doesn't matter because you still get so much money it from the does, TV that's, that's a hell of a lot of money for the owners to miss out on because the owner, the owner, all of that money within that stadium is instant cash. Oh, I bet. Like, it just, yeah. It, you know, it just comes down to, yeah. It, it, I think, I think if, uh, if a team can pull out for the, um, for the name of the Washington Redskins and thanks God it's gone, which is now the Washington Commanders, I think the, that sponsors in Cleveland should be smart enough to be able to pull out, um, from Cleveland to not be associated with a, uh, alleged, um, sex, sex pest. <laughs> That's it. Right, and now we can do the intro. Um, hello, we are Pixel Pints. We are the only global podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. We're not here to promote drinking. Please drink responsibly, um, particularly at 7 o'clock in the morning, um, or if you're at work. don't. I, I can't drink when I'm at work. I'd get sacked, even if I'm working from home. Um, if anyone found out, I'd get immediately fired. Um, we, uh, we do our podcast normally every week we've missed a couple of weeks uh weekends recently we stream over weekend and then we archive our episodes on our youtube channel um we also post them to anchor.fm so you can pick up the audio version of the podcast on spotify google Podcasts, itunes pretty much wherever you can find podcasts you will find the frothy mug for pixel pints um you can follow us please follow us on pixel underscore pints on Twitter to find out when we're going live and what we might be talking about and generally retweeting other people's stuff. 
um, our main account is our Instagram account, which is Pixel Pints Pod, where I mainly post pictures of beers and game clips. Um, Evan, well done. Thanks for posting on the Instagram account again of the new bar in Kyoto, which looks really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, So, quick round the room. Liam, how's things with you? Yeah, going good. Um, uh, Not much going on at the minute. I've literally just been playing Elden Ring. Um, So, it's kind of eat, sleep, Elden Ring, repeat. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I wish I didn't have to mix work into that equation. I could just, I could be done with it by now. Is Elden Ring not work? Um, no, I enjoyed the shit out of it. <laughs> um, do you have your own pad and pen so that you can write down all of your own quest log? Because having mm, one in no. the game would just be stupid. Uh, no, they took it back. Remember, they did an update, and now that you can populate where NPCs are located. They took I mean, it back. It, it, it's they... still not like as as I guess. Um, so much for creative integrity. Not quite as accessible as other games. I, uh, it's not really a thing. It's just nice because it helps you keep track of where certain NPCs are. Um, but to be honest, um, that never really bothered me to begin with. So they could have kept that out. Um, yeah, but like the game's great. I, I love it to pieces. <laughs> I, I I I literally. <laughs> it's one of my favourite games I've ever played. So I, when you beat a boss, do you wring your hands? Wring my hands. Yes. Why would I do that? Because you just beat a boss, and it's called Elden Ring, and you can wring your hands. If you if you're getting particularly hot under the collar, do you wring out your shirts? Uh, I'm just trying to get as many ring references as I possibly can. Anyway, enough about that. We'll talk more about Elden Ring Sting in a moment. Uh, Mitch, how's things in LA? Things are very good. Uh, Shelburne, yes, we are not winging it. We are ringing it. I see. Um, true story. True story. Not nah, good. I played some It Takes Two. That was fun. I had a lot. Of, I, um, I'm, I'm, we're almost, my friend and I are almost done with our uh, first like playthrough of that game. Um, I'm still getting very happy and surprised, and it, it's really good. Like I can totally now understand for the most part I can't. I'm holding all the final opinions until I finish finish it. But um, you know, I do see why it was game of the year. Like it, it, it well deserved. Like it, it does very clever things that I don't think other games do, which gives it that unique factor. And I think it is a lot. How of fun. dare you? It does. It's not Breath of the Wild. No. Breath of the Wild should win game of the year every year. Every year that's on sale should win Game of the Year. No, okay. Because it's so new. Elden Ring has replaced it. Like, God um, damn it, man. Well, I think well, technically, does it do something different? No. Like, the gameplay elements that they pop into the game are actually pulled from other games, but it's just so fresh on how they throw it in that it literally just makes you. It, it changes up the gameplay loop so well because it makes you always surprised that you're going to actually try something new every time and it's not the same old, same old. Because if it was the same old, same old, I would be like, yeah, this is not that fun. But because they constantly are changing up the gameplay loop by introducing new elements into the game that you they pull from other games, like I was playing a, a top-down top down beat-em-up. I was doing like a Tekken-style uh, fight scene. Uh, there's, there's just so much that they like 
nooks and crannies they throw in that it just makes it way more interesting um and i just i've been enjoying that the whole time and i've been playing some horizon as well but i really need to get back to playing way more horizon because i'm not even halfway done i i i hit the part where you finally figure out like what you need to do and your and your home base but i i I need to get way farther than that so shelburne's asking about um it takes two does it have playthrough value outside of playing it with multiple people now as far as i know you have to play you have to play with multiple people that's a requirement um i think part of the fun is playing with someone you know like i will i will say that for sure like my friend and i we we a video call every time we play and it is way more fun that way because um, there's things that it takes two does like one of the game loop elements that they constantly introduce into the game is they have these mini games where you compete against each other. And that is something that we're like, they, it has nothing to do with the story path, but it's really fun to do. And we always like do these things when we do it like two out of three. It's like an example, like we were on a swing set and you have to swing up and down, up and down. And then if you time it right, you have to fly off the swing and then slide across um, as far as possible with the momentum your swing gave you. And so we do, did two out of three of that. Um, what I meant is playing it with a different person other than, oh, um, probably, oh, oh, sorry, I should finish that because um, no one can read what I'm reading without me saying it. <laughs> sorry, people, <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, Shelburne said uh, what he meant was is playing it with a different person other than your first playthrough. I think it's probably maybe it would just depend on the person you're playing with. I would say an example, the person I'm playing with right now is an experienced gamer. Would I maybe throw this off and do it with like someone like my mom who doesn't play games? Like I would find that interesting to play with her and play that because it's so accessible as a game for general public players that I think it would actually be interesting to play with someone like my mom or even like my dad. Um, so I think there is, uh, wouldn't your dad be wondering where the tank controls from resident evil? are? <laughs> no, he plays modern games. He has played the new resident <laughs> evil. So he does play modern games, but yes, uh, I shall bring to answer your question. I think there is uh, replayability. It just depends on who your partner is. And I think there is opportunities for like real genuine surprises. Um, if you're pulling from maybe unexperienced gamers and experienced gamers, I think it's more of a, this studio does a really good job of this. I'm sorry. I'm talking so long, but I'm, I'll finish this with the final point. I think what the studio does so well is they truly capture couch co-op back in the day, like the, the experience of playing with different people and playing the same game. But like the experience is completely different because of the people you play with, not necessarily the game you play. And I think with this game, it captures that again. And that is something that is so refreshing um, that I really, truly missed. So did you bring this up because it's the Oscars tonight? It is the Oscars tonight. Um, No, which actually, for the record, the Oscars is just down the street. I could go. I could go. Are you going to put on a mask of Jason Ferris and just go, fuck the Oscars? Uh, oh, that would be hilarious. I was gonna, I thought you were saying you're gonna like put on the Joker mask and like try to get into the Oscars being like, Hey, did I get nominated again this year? <laughs> but yeah, no, they're just down the street. I'm actually looking forward to, um, maybe like walking by just to see like what it's like on the outside in LA, like what it would look like. Cause I, 
last time I was here for the Oscars, I was not living in this area. And then last year they did it at a train station instead of a, instead of the Dolby theater. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, I did not say that because of the Oscars, but yes, go play. It takes two. I think it is. Amazing. I have it in a box in this cupboard. You and your wife will play. really enjoy that game. Like, yeah, I, to play with I, Mrs. McWomble at some point. Yeah, and I think um, then you and even Burkoff would like probably have fun playing it together too. Yeah, so at least at least unlike Streets of Rage Four, the net code seems to work. Yeah, and also um, you only need one copy of the game, which I think is amazing. Like that's great. Yeah, and it's also on Game Pass now, so you can. Um, whilst I got a I got a hard copy, um, you can download it on Game Pass. And the other person doesn't need Game Pass to play it either. Mm. So I think you, you do. I think you do need a cop, um, Game Pass Ultimate to be able to do that. Well, uh, hey Keith, uh, then don't open up that physical copy because it's Game of the Year winner. It might be worth something in ten years. No, nah, probably not. I think I printed so many of those; it's not going to make a bloody difference. How are you doing, um, Keith? I'm all right. I'm a bit tired. The clock's changed, so we're back on. Are you guys Normal following? Time. Are you guys following our our suit in um, like because we're passing laws to 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 say get rid of daylight life. savings? Yeah, no, of course like... we can't because because uh, we we want to go back to the in Victorian institutions that um, we've gone rid of. Demands it. The queen must have her clocks changed. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, some sense in this country, like America's such a vast, different terrain that that it really doesn't make that much sense in certain parts of the country. Well, quick fun fact, apparently it was, and I, I have to do more research to confirm whether it's true or not, but I trust the source I heard heard it from um, because they're a news reputable website and I trust their facts. Um, but they said they did this back, they've already done this before. And then five years later, they changed it back because it was a bad idea. But that was in the <laughs> 70s. Who knows? Well, <laughs> 40, 50 years might have changed something. So who knows? We'll, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> well, you know what the past 10 years have been about, Mitch. It's repeating every bad idea that we've done before because we need to learn a lesson again. <laughs> uh, it's not about yes. learning the lesson again. It's about getting the rewards again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that gameplay loop feels so good. <laughs> okay, Keith, go ahead. Uh, besides that, how are you doing? Yeah. Let's talk about beers. Meh. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I was not ready. I was you weren't ready with the transition. No, day. I completely forgot about it. <laughs> this is what happens when we take a week off. Like, I, I am on, like, vacation. <laughs> the transition. Right, so, so you're good. You're good. So I'm, I'm assuming that neither of you have got beers or interesting beverages. Mitch, you're probably drinking some flavored Red Bull. Uh, yes, I'm drinking the, the, the regu regular Red Bull. It's, it's called Fancy Red And Bull. just for balance, we need to say that Ferrari are a better racing team than Red Bull. Um, and I don't at all feel sorry for Michael Massey because he was manipulated into letting Max Verstappen win the championship last year, which everyone wants to forget about. Uh, so, uh, By the way, thank you, Shelburne. Uh, he does not like beer, but he loves the background. I worked hard to it's find the bubbles. this one. It's the bubbles. I love the bubbles. I'm so happy I found right. this one. So I have my last Hitachino Nest Ooh. beer, which is their white ale, um, which is basically just a, a whip beer, but they call it a white ale. It's very straw-colored and hazy. Um, it's 5.5%, which is the, the lowest of the ABVs that I've had from Hitachino. 
Um, but they must have done a big deal with um, some of the supermarkets in the UK because I hadn't seen this stuff until a couple of weeks ago. And now it seems to be regularly popping up in their craft beer sections. Um, so, yep, whipped beer, coriander, orange peel and nutmeg. Refreshing spicy notes. It's all right. It's not. It's it's genuinely that, that, that smile the least. Almost looks like like I I'm saying it's all right, but I absolutely hate it. But I don't want to like give it away. <laughs> that's what the smile um, looked like. I don't know if that's what you were going for, but that's what your face sold me. No, it's 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 the least interesting out of all of the ones I've tried. That's the face I was going for. It was. Mm, mm, yeah, it's like not bad, but it's like. Mm, mm. It's, it's perfectly drinkable. It's just not that interesting compared to some um, Belgian and German wit beers that I've had in the past that are much more flavorful, much more interesting on the palate and have a, a much um, more special lingering aftertaste. This is just pretty bland, if I'm honest. Mm. I do have another beer which I'll get onto, which I'm hoping is more interesting because the name is brilliant. Uh, gun-toting. The gun toting nano penguin. Nano penguin. Gun toting nano penguin peach pale ale. Ooh, fancy. from Drygate Brewery. Wait, so is there a penguin in the picture with a with a gun holster? Toting. Uh, yeah, he's. It looks like he's doing the James Bond pose, but he's oh, a, a penguin. <laughs> Show me the picture. Oh, I see him. Okay. Okay. Cool. I like it. I like it. So I shall have that afterwards. Use a different glass if you're drinking different beers. Otherwise, it will taint the flavor. Or wash out your glasses. Um, speaking of beers, uh, I've managed to cajole Evan and Matt into doing a blind taste test of random lagers. So we're going to be doing one for one for Matt from with beers in, that he can find in the US. Uh, one that I will, can find kind of standard shop bought, nothing special. And then Evan will do one for beers in Japan. And then I'll cut all those together and post them on our YouTube channel. Cool. And I shall I shall do mine this weekend, which hopefully people might find interesting. See how uneducated our palates actually are. I dig it. I dig it. And that's the colour of the peach ale. Which is actually quite peachy. Oh, wow. That's mega fruity. <laughs> oh, you'll love it then. That, that would be a lovely summer beer, but I would only have one. Mm, okay. Um, it's, it's one of those things, you know, if you're, if you're drinking or eating the same thing, you need something to wake your palate back up. Mm-hmm. That would be a perfect way of doing it. So just a massive fruity punch, really floral um, aftertaste. Fruit. So that, that's actually that's way more interesting than this. Okay. Right. That, I think that's it for unless Liam wants to talk about whatever version of Robinson's fruit squash he's got going on. Well, what I have here is uh, apple and blackberry flavour. That's about it. It's just that interesting. 
and I think and I think you mean apple and blackcurrant. Um, by yeah, black, blackberry would be quite nice. Though. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, we're here to speak about the worried bros. What should? Yes. Well, we're going to talk about Warner Brother, Warner Brothers Games Studios, um, and we're going to totally speculate because we have no insider information, um, which we'd never get from anyone. No, no insider information about anything from anywhere. I have no insider information regarding Warner particularly Brothers about Games. Warner Brothers Studios. Yeah, um, I have no, I have no connection to Warner Brothers Studios, so I can, I can. But we wouldn't, we I, wouldn't get one from anywhere. I was like, I can speculate all I want about that. I have no clue about anything there. Right, I've, I've just been asked for some technical help in uh, next door. So, if you would like to introduce what's going on with Warner Brothers Studios, I'll be back momentarily. I will be listening. <laughs> he will be watching us. Will you be judging? Kid, kids, don't, yeah, I think don't, be kids, don't, don't be rude. Don't make sure you're being nice to everybody. It's like, we're watching you. Okay. Anyway, um, so what is happening, uh, what we're going to talk about is actually two things that came out from Warner Brothers this week, which is uh, the Suicide Squad got pushed to uh, its tentative spring. But technically, they said 2023, but it sounds like it's going to be spring 2023 because they were shooting for the end of 2022. And then we had a big, huge dump in regards to uh, the new Hogwarts game, Hogwarts Legacy, uh, made by Avalanche Games. Uh, they showed off a ton of stuff, so we have a lot to talk about for those two things. Probably first, let's just talk about um, uh, we, we want to go good or bad, fellas. Good or bad? But the well, suicide. Um, well, on suicide squad being delayed in favor of Gotham Knights coming out. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is what I think. Well, I, I always I think... thought Gotham Knights was going to be the first thing to come out because it was the first thing we got gameplay for. Well, it was the first one announced, so it makes sense. But well, they, they, they weren't though. They both got announced at the same event at the same time. No, they didn't. Of. Yeah, they did. They were both announced at DC Fandom in 2020, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they were both. At DC I thought Suicide Squad got. I think I thought Gotham Knights was announced before that, and then they were both shown off at that event. I am no. going to go look it up right now, so I uh, confirm. I hope the more announcer. I'm sure. Yeah, well, I'm distinctly uninterested in both games. Um, I'm hoping they're good, but expecting them not to be that interesting. Because well, I I think Suicide Squad will be good because people, you know, it's been since 2015. Will be eight years by the time a new Rocksteady game comes out. Okay, you were right. Um, they were both announced at Fandom. It's just Gotham Knights showed gameplay, whereas Suicide Squad was only a trailer. Yeah, that's right. The, the thing with um, Suicide Squad is apparently they were working on something else before they um, before they canned it and then decided to work on Suicide Squad. It's rumored to be a Superman game, apparently, that didn't work out. And so yeah, they... I heard that as well. Yeah. And read, because so, so, I can read. So... so... Yeah, <laughs> so really when you're looking at Suicide Squad, it's actually had quite a healthy, like, five, maybe it'll be six years by the time the game actually comes out. So it kind of works, but but Gotham Knights is the one I'm worried about, because, I mean, um, you know, Warner Brothers Montreal hasn't released the game since 2013, and that's just crazy. 
to me. Well, because they weren't they originally working on Suicide Squad and they kind of switched projects. Um, they, they first they were working on Suicide Squad, <laughs> then they worked on a Batman game with Damian Wayne, who's Bruce Wayne's son, as the lead character. That, that was like that would be rubbish. Why, why, no, why would why would Evil Robin? Um, no, well, Damian, nobody likes Damian, Damian Wayne. I love Damian Wayne. Don't do, don't do right. that. Don't, don't uh, do that. Don't do that, bro. Damian Wayne, I think, is the most interesting Robin of all the Robins because he actually has a, a complex where he has a trouble pass about killing people, but then has to try to work through that and try to become more of a hero like his father. I think those are interesting elements you can make into a Damian. great game. I'm disappointed. Uh, don't get me I wrong. Don't, I, I don't I hate Damian do. Wayne like a lot of people do, but I, I don't, I don't, I'm not that well, strong. If it weren't for if it weren't for Damian Wayne, the Justice League would have died to Doomsday and Apocalypse War. Which the the thing that worries me is the the standards of quality across Warner Brothers and DC IP vary massively. The quality of their animated um, movies. It, Fucking brilliant! Oh yeah, that's I, incredible. I, um, the the um, Apocalypse War saga that started over ten years ago with Flashpoint, um, and then finished with Apocalypse War not last year, the year before. That's some of the best animated um, movies that have ever been made. Marvel can't even come close to that. But then the quality of their films, their live action movies, is atrocious. So I don't. So if for me, it's a coin toss whether or not the, the latest things, because we haven't seen anything great since um, Arkham City, in my opinion. Um, Gotham, um, Gotham Knights was, um, sorry, what was the one with the bat tag? Yeah, Gotham Knight. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Oh, um, some sort of blending together. Bat, the bat tank. Everything but the bat tank was great. But then the back tank was so shoehorned into that game that it every time I got in, involved with those tank battles and it was just this isn't Batman to me. Um, so I'd, I'm I'd like I'd like to know more about how um, Gotham Knights is going to play. I'm not a fan of an isometric multiplayer game. Particularly if you're playing with randoms. Well, um, I don't think you can play with randoms. I think you have to play with somebody. No, you, you can know. play with the computer too. Well, no. I, I think um, when you're playing alone, like um, like usually you'll just be by yourself and so you won't even have a, another person with you. Um, they'll just show up for cutscenes and stuff like that, I think. That's the way there's, they talk, on there's but... specific levels like in um, Arkham yeah. Knight where you team yeah, up with Catwoman, exactly. so there'll be specific ones. But then if they're if that's AI controlled, I won't mind that so much. Yeah, um, exactly. Just like that. Yeah, I don't like Jason Todd. Mm. Oh, I do. <laughs> Is it, it... I hate I hated him in Arkham Knight though. But what a waste yeah. of that character. It um, was. It was. Um, the introduction was quite quite good of how they handled that. With um, Batman going insane and seeing what the Joker did to Jason, that was that was good. But his personal introduction was awful. That giant drill that he was driving. You know what worries me yep. about Gotham? Gotham. <laughs> Sorry, this has just turned into me shitting on Gotham. Goth no, Arkham Knight. Uh, well, I well, 
I mean, to be honest, I am. It's weird, and I'm weird very much saying this, but I'm actually more excited for uh, Gotham Knights than I am for um, Suicide Squad. Now, in my excitement for Gotham Knights, it's like here's like the next... I've stubbed my toe. Yeah, here's, and here's like, I've I've stood on a nail. Here's like somewhere the, between those. Here's like the next. Like here's like the next God of War because God of War is my my favorite game of all time, and like here's Gotham Knights. Like it's just, it's not it's not not the same level, fellas. It's it's a little it's lower, but at least it's higher than the Suicide Squad. And you know, the one thing that could change my mind about this game very much so is going to be that combat because because uh, because there's actually going to be two players involved in the combat. I wonder how different it is, and and it has to be. I'm assuming it has to be a little more free flowing. Um, it's not as tight because you have multiple players playing at the same time, which uh, I don't know if the rails will work as well in regards to like being connected to people. And I wonder if you can do combos with people. I think the combat is going to make and break this game, basically. In is is my opinion. Um, and so, do you know what I think might might make or break it actually? And this is where I'm kind of I'm kind of in agreement with you, but for a different reason. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think the story in this could be way better than the Suicide Squad. Yes, that's my that was going to be my second point. I think I'm more fascinated by this story than I would be in the Suicide Squad story, especially seeing so much of the Suicide Squad story trailers. And Gotham Knights has barely revealed a, a, a. I mean, I think they've done one story trailer, but it's not a lot. I've done like two. Yeah, but they, yeah, they, they, they barely told you anything, which I think is do. to their advantage. All, all of the all we, we know, know is Batman disappeared. All we know is Batman is that's yeah. it. All we know is Batman's dead, apparently, and the Court of Owls are our enemy, and multiple villains have taken over parts of Gotham. That's all we know. Yeah, that's not a lot. I mean, that's all you need to know, really, isn't it? Um, you know, I think pretty much, pretty much. But I think at the same time, I I wish there was some kind of nook and cranny in there, a, uh, something that's a better hook than Batman's dead. You know, like I I think that was. Trying I, to I be mean, there. I think that's trying me, to be... me personally. One of my favorite comics is the Court of Owls books. Like, uh, uh, that that's enough for me personally. If I, if, if people know about the Court of Owls, it's like one of the best Batman stories. But that's the thing. And I think that's the huge difference is the Court of Owls is not a known, not as a, a well, what's the word, generalistic known villain like the Riddler, the Joker, the Two-Face and and uh, Mr. Freeze. So like it's yeah, not, it's, it's right, not, right. it's not up there on the, the pantheon of all of Batman's villains that well, the Court of Owls the itself, thing is, the, hold on, I, the, no, I'll let you pop I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, no, um, no, no. The Court of Owls is not that thing that's going to hook the player and go, oh my God, it's the Court of Owls. Like, that's the villain I've always wanted. And I think that's what they're trying to make the hook. But for people like me that haven't experienced as much with the Court of Owls, I'm not as excited. So I just wanted a tiny bit more, something that's going to hook me as a generalistic player. I don't think they have that. But go ahead, Liam. No, I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I, I think that's I, I, a lot. But, yeah. but um, I, I was also going to say, because it isn't set in the same universe as the Arkham games, I don't see why the Joker shouldn't be able to turn up in some way. You know? Like, uh, that would hook players, I guess. I, I don't well, really well just don't be Troy Baker's Joker. Give me Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> my Troy Baker's Joker. 
It wasn't. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but not minding something wait. isn't the same as thinking something's excellent. Wait, uh, wait, uh, yeah, he was. He was Joker for Arkham Origins. Mm, yeah. Uh, when I say I don't mind, I, I'm I'm just being coy here. You know, oh, I sorry. I don't want oh, I sorry. Because because Keith was talking over you, Keith. Jesus, uh, I thought I heard. No, he well, wasn't Pat's in it. Not here. He's got to do it to someone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing that might sell me better on this is playable demo. Yes, this is this is one I want to demo mm. for. It's good idea. Um, or a, I don't or want to see that hop into or something like. That's yeah, I, I don't want to see do. some canned walkthrough. Um, here's here's how one. you can play a level, because of all the all the things um, you were talking about, Mitch, when it comes to the combat. So how much of the combat is if you've got two two people, not you and an AI, two actual people, mm-hmm. um, in one of one of their arenas taking out people, and then you've got to fight a group of enemies. How much of that, the control of that, are they going to take away so that it doesn't ruin the flow? Yeah, where you don't accidentally both run into the same person. Unless that activates something really cool where, like, all of a sudden you do a combo, like, thing where, like, maybe one sweep kicks underneath, the other one does, like, a a pile driver with the arm or something. Like, that would be really cool. But That's how it worked with Catwoman and Nightwing in in the previous game. So I can see how it could work. But is that automated? Mm-hmm. And if it's automated, how much does that then affect the f- your feel of yeah, the, the flow. flow of combat? I mean, and that's, that's um, the most important thing about these um, Arkham games. And I know this is not an Arkham game, but like the style of combat is the feel. Like it just feels so good. And to have, like, that's why in the games, like the boost, the, 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 the combos, it's all about the combos because when you lose out on your combo, not only is it you lose out on the, the rewards of having that combo, you also like feel it doesn't feel good and you're like, oh, I, I missed that. Oh, that, that, and it's unsatisfying. So like if they can nail that, that's great. Um, one, one thing I'm a little bit concerned about is the balance and because uh, Batman Arkham Origins, I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's a pretty good game. Um, but it's rather poorly balanced, especially towards the end. It becomes uh, incredibly easy. Well, as soon as like, you get the shock gloves. Yeah, exactly. And one thing I'm worried about is with all of the multiplayer elements in there, is are they going to be able to balance the game so it's not too easy when well, you're playing multiplayer it's, and it's not too hard? If you, if you remember the demo, if not the demo, if you remember the um, showcase, the, sh- the showcase that they did, the yeah. enemies that you were fighting had levels above their heads. So a lot of it, I'm thinking, is going to be level-gated. So if you go to this area and you're under-leveled, you're going to have your ass handed to you. Or you, um, yeah, or which, they could which I don't mind, personally. Or they might do something where it's like, hey, like my Robin is, you know, like level 10 and yours is level, like, and then you have Batgirl and she's like level 30. They might just auto-adjust the um, enemies to, like, give a median, being like, okay, well, we're going to give you enemies that are level, like, 15 or 17 and then throw in a mixture of like a level 40 somewhere I was thinking more from the perspective of like doing certain things by yourself as opposed to with two players you, you know what I mean like in terms of health pools like whether whether like a stealth challenge would be a lot more difficult for one person mm-hmm. to handle compared to two you know things like that 
Well, I think no matter what they said, they're going to put you with a computer player. So, like, there's always going to be two. So it's yeah, but how is a computer player going to be if there is one? That's my thing. I was going to say it's dependent on the competency of the of the the second player, and it's going to be dependent on, especially in the stealth sections, are they just going to automatically label the person as undetectable if they're in, in crouch mode? And so, like, they could they could pull something where they can stand almost next to an enemy and they're not going to see them, even though they should be able to see them To So it doesn't uh, what, the Joel, Joel and Ellie style. We've got Ellie running around in front of zombies oh. and she's just somehow invisible. Well, that, um, way, that way it doesn't, well, that way it doesn't ruin the experience of the player because you don't want that to happen where it's like, okay, the AI can't, the AI is limited. And so we can, they can only do so much. And so, um, so like, I don't know if it, there is a, there is a way to deal with that, and it's about compartmentalization. Um, and I think I've just one word of the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so is that turning the page or is that a sizzle? <laughs> That's a sizzle. Um, so what you could do is what they exactly what they did in the team up sections from Arkham Knight, which is basically if you're if you're not playing with another. Um, person you're playing with the computer ai um they just ignore the fact that that person exists so they could just be off doing their own thing um or and uh, so if you when you were playing with batman you'd get through a stealth section then suddenly catwoman would be there or suddenly nightwing would be there so there's one way of doing that which is just completely ignoring the fact that that um player character who is controlled by the ai is just there in the background doing their own thing. You might get some radio messages or something through saying, I've just taken out some guards, blah, blah, yeah, blah. They might take out like three enemies predetermined by whatever. Yeah. whatever so it's already right. pre-programmed in. Yeah. So here's your crit path yeah, for so that like, character. The branch of three different combinations, depending on which direction you go, they're going to go in this direction. They're going to take out these three enemies and these three enemies only, and the rest are yours. Yeah. Alternatively, um, they act as uh, like a partner character. So not not a controlled character, but a partner. So you can mark people up for them to. If oh, that'd be they, cool. That'd be cool if you can mark people up. Like I, I know we haven't seen a lot of the stealth elements of this game, but that would be interesting if you could like mark up uh, mark up enemies with, regardless of you're using computer player or not, um, mark them up and be like, hey, I'm gonna take these three. You take these three. Like that would be really cool. I do like that. Yeah. So in the same way that Batman can do the kind of hanging takedown, if you see someone over at the other side of the room, you can, can you can tell that character to do that action. So that so that still means that you're technically in control, but you're not performing the action. Yep. Um, so that's how I think they can... Assassin's Creed. It kind of reminds yeah. me of that a little bit. Yeah, with the oh, I can't remember what they were called in Assassin's Creed. Um, your yeah, the Brotherhood. Um, so that's that's how that might work. Obviously, as soon as we, we don't know what the playtesting's been like, obviously, because we have no inside information. Um, like, we don't have any inside information on anything that we talk about. Um, I was um, just going to say, though, that because I've sort of said it before, but I just want to point out that I'm way more excited for Suicide Squad. Well, we'll get on to that. Well, we're about to. Okay. Calm okay. down. I thought, I, I thought you might be skipping the Hogwarts, so, no, man. No, 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 no. We've got plenty yeah. of time. we got time. Fellas, we got we've got time. we've got a whole forty five minutes before I need to go check on my slow roast pork. Yeah, plus plus technically we usually wrap up the show in about mm, twenty to an hour and minutes a half from now, so we're, we got time. Um, uh, so the last last point um, 
is how the, the problem that we might have, and we won't know until people actually get their hands on it and then start playing it together, is how easy it might be to cheese some of this by outthinking the AI through working together. And I know that's going to be part of the game. But in the same respect as you can stand next to a dragon's tail and slash it for 25 minutes to get 6,000 ring stings or whatever it is you get in Elden Ring. Um, I think for um, this one it's harder to do. Be, uh, I, sorry. Is I, there a way to mechanically it? break it by I playing it two-player? I don't think... Uh, by the way that the game... If this is the elements... If they're taking the elements from the previous... Uh, Batman games that have came out from Warner Brothers. I don't see how they could, unless like in the example Liam has presented of like, it, it all just depends on how powerful the enemies are and what determines that. I think that is the thing that will break the game is if if the essence of like we were talking about of like if they don't um if like the enemies are grouped up by a certain area and saying like oh these areas are. 50, 50 plus, but if they do something like what we were talking about is that they auto-adjust the levels of the enemies based off the two players, yes, that could break the game. But I think it's really just depending on the enemies, not necessarily the, the rest of the elements, because the rest of the elements we know work. Like yeah. from like your example, a from software game always has those type of elements in it because that's what you get from that kind of game. Like there's just there's when you have a giant open world, uh, like when you have an, uh, a giant arena style fighting game where the arenas are these intricate buildings. Um, sometimes you can find a hole in the game where all of a sudden you get like this little corner that you can trap them in and, and, and you can be able to slash your way against them. The, the Batman games aren't really that right. It's it's a little their 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 gameplay is a little different. It's it's a different kind of bread and butter, and so like the enemy types. Is yeah, they they probably have a quest log. Um, <laughs> but uh, my okay. final question to you, fellas. Oh, go ahead. You can say your thing. I was going to. I was, I was just going to say, say just to wrap up on um, Gotham Knights. Is it how quickly would you think about purchasing? Well, that goes to my second question, which will will add to your question is out of 10, how hyped are you for this game or excited or interested about this game? Um, I need to see more. Um, I'm at like a seven right now. Like I'm genuinely. Oh, you're on the IGN scale. Okay. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not on the IGN scale. I am genuinely like 10 would be like an immediate buy. Seven's like. Seven's like, I'm willing to buy. I just really want to see more to affirm what I'm thinking. And if not, then it can go back down again. But I'm kind of like at a seven. Like this this is a one where it's like, you know, I do have to think about it if I do want to purchase this or not. Um, but I do want to see more. Like I, I'm not going to buy it today if I was offered it right now with what I've seen. Like I'd have to wait for like reviews and things like that. Liam, what do you think? Where are you at? Um, personally... If if this game was coming out in May, where nothing seems to really be popping up at the minute, I, I would probably buy it day one and be pretty happy about it. Yeah, and that's but the fact it's coming out in October, <laughs> it's like, ooh, oh boy, um, yeah, you, you're gonna struggle a bit because I know I'm gonna get Mob Warfare too, and I I know I'm going to get like Hogwarts Legacy, and and I know I'm going to get a bunch of other games. 
this one may we'll fall by the wayside. It, we'll talk about it. They didn't put a month, and I was a little shocked by that. So, like, the, no, but, the I commitment mean, it, is it able to move. It, it, like even regardless if that game doesn't make it, like the point still stands. Like uh, no, no I, I, mean, I totally don't disagree with you. That's yeah, it, it's, I'll just use that as an example, you know. For sure. <laughs> but uh, what's I, I, a ten, uh, zero ten scale? Where, where are you at? What's your number? Tell me what's your um, number. Like I said, if it was May, it'd probably be like an eight point two on the IGN scale. Uh, but <laughs> in October, it's probably a six to be honest. Okay. Even though I would eventually. Okay, uh, Keith, where you at? I'm a five. <laughs> seven six five. Seven six five three oh nine. So I'm I'm just flat across the board on this. Um, there's there's my principled um, thing about not buying video games day one because the video games industry has trained us not to buy games day one. Um, yeah. And um, well, Keith, if I if we bought if I bought it and you bought it, would we play together? With time difference and your your work being so busy, probably not. And that's the that would be the other thing is like, do I have someone to play this with? Yeah. Because I think that's it's designed that way to get the most enjoyment out of it. Mrs. Um, McGrumble could kick ass as Batgirl. Oh, she kicks ass. So you should see her on the Streets of Rage Four. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if this is, is this couch co-op. Have they even confirmed that? Mm. I do probably know. not right yeah probably not because you likely yeah because no. you have to have like an online account probably yeah so, like, I, so so you, you could play um, i don't want to have on, you set up on. another bloody online account for warner brothers so. well keith what you See, could do is you could play it on your I'm, PC I'm, now you've now you've said that i'm sorry mish i'm down to a four <laughs> i don't want to have to set up a bloody online account with warner brothers i was gonna say you could set it up uh with your wife on your on your xbox and then you can play it on your pc from your room i guess maybe that's a burkoff setup burkoff can play it on his pc in his in his office and then his wife can play it on her on the xbox on the tv and then they can just you know shout at one another across the house from across the house going no you take that guy i said that (laughs) your left or my left i can't even see you i don't know which left (laughs) yeah so right yeah so yeah, I'm flat on this game, honestly. Um, talking about something uh, um, something that could create a flat Earth, Superman. That's a that's a very tenuous link. Um, do what you can. You gotta do what you yeah. can. You gotta, for the for the clicks, man. For the clicks. At least you tried. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll move, move on to um, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. God, it's such a long title. Um, should I go first? Because I, I feel like I'm the only one that's very positive on this one. If you, I want, I want to like it. I want to like it too. But, I, I love there's, Rocks. There's I nothing like Rocksteady, that, and I there's literally nothing that I've seen that makes me like it more than my level of indifference towards it. I don't dislike anything about it. Let, let's put it that way. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not here to tell you that it it looks shit and I'm never going to play it. And the gameplay looks awful. And how can they possibly? How can the Suicide Squad possibly kill the Justice League when they don't have any superpowers? Um, all that kind of bollocks. I just don't think that anything that they showed inspires me to want to play it in any way. I'm just um, so mad. Go I've got to. I've got to say, like. Uh, Convince when me this, when this game got announced, I rolled my eyes into the back of my head, thinking, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" <gasps> Were but, you but, King Shark? Um, 
Though now I'll be Harley Quinn, of course. Everybody's going to be fighting over playing as Harley Quinn, right? Surely. Well, um, but... and this is the, 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 you missed the anatomical joke there. Sorry, because sharks can roll their eyes. Can they? Yeah, they can actually roll their eyes backwards, oh, which is why when sharks attack, they roll their eyes backwards, so you don't see the white of their eyes, you see black. So not only can they eat people, but they can also be sarcastic about it. Yes. Um, sharks have actually very good eyesight, particularly brilliant eyesight, in fact. Um, so uh, any evangelical Christians out there who want to say that uh, God created us in a perfect image and our eyes are brilliant. Our eyes are actually shit. Sharks' eyes are so much better. Yeah, the, um, God, they God have... forgot to put the eyes of sharks in our heads. Yeah, <laughs> so we, one, one, when we get in a fight, we can't roll them backwards to protect, uh, protect them from injury. Um, sharks also have um, glands in their eyes that extrude silver down the back of their retinas to amplify the light going into their eyes in low light conditions so they can actually see much, much better in um, low light conditions than we ever possibly can do. Oh, speaking of like making things in his image, you know what else Scott didn't give us? That uh, Fins. Have? You know, hummingbirds. Recurring teeth. Uh, no, no, sorry, not hummingbirds. Woodpeckers can stick their tongues into the back of their heads and wrap it around their brains to make it a... Um, uh, make it a, uh, shock absorber. a shock absorber so they can peck their heads against uh, a wood plank for multiple times, multiple minutes. Whereas we play f- where people play football and our brains don't have something to protect ourselves. We have helmets and they're not good enough. So, so much for spaying us in perfect image. Well, welcome to the, welcome to the animal biology section of this, of this show. Um, I've got more. Would anyone want to know why giraffes don't have a, have a stroke when they bend down to drink? Um, and that's that's not the start of a joke. Um, uh, sorry, Liam, please carry on. Okay. Um, I was going to say um, one of the things I don't like about this game is it's not Suicide Squad. Not not Suicide Squad. I like and, and James Gunn seems to be the only person that seems to understand what Suicide Squad is. Um, but other than that, I think the game looks like a ton of fun. Like uh, I, I I I just think. The fact that they're beating the Justice League, they seem to be leaning into that at such an absurd concept, you know, and they'd be like, uh, oh yeah, how are these four losers going to take on the Justice League? But I, I, I am here for that. I, I want to find out exactly how, and it, it looks like a ton of fun. And it reminds me of one of my favourite games of the past few years, uh, Sunset Overdrive. Like, it, it just gives me those vibes, and I, I just look at the trailer and I think, man, I really want to play the hell out of that. I do, I do like the fact that it's got an element of silliness that seems yeah. to be absent from lots of games at the moment, unless outside of indie games or in your triple A games industry, everything's got to be quite serious. Quite the turnaround from the Batman games because they were all quite serious, really. Yeah. Mm. Um, so this this is going completely the the opposite direction. Um, Mitch, you and I previously discussed that the person doing Harley Quinn was doing a bad Harley Quinn impersonation rather than doing Harley Quinn. Not, um, only, not only that, we, we also thought the comedy was pretty bad. Yeah. It's, it's not oh, funny. I thought, the comedy, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I think the comedy's awful. Like, here, here's the, here's the, I don't know how this happened, but, like, the last two games that are, like, meant to be, like, I hate when people say meant to be. Anyway, um, so, like, the last two properties that came off of comedy-type films, that's The Suicide Squad, and that is 
the Guardians of the Galaxy, which are actually funny. They've, I think they're quite funny films. Their games are not funny. <laughs> like, that's how... Yeah, there's James Gunn's writing them. <laughs> but, like, that's... Well, I, and that's... And, and to each their own. I know comedy is hard have to... You, have you played the Guardians of the Galaxy? I've seen some... I've seen... I've watched a lot of cutscenes of it to try to see, okay, was it that's just the funny. trailers? And I didn't find it very funny. Okay. So it's it's better when you play it. Okay. Well, I, I have to, I, I do have to buy game pass again to, so I can play guardians. Like it's on my it's list. Definitely, it's, I would, I would absolutely recommend you play it. Um, okay. the, um, I previously not, not evangelized. That's too strong a word. Um, promoted how good it was on a couple, a few shows ago when I just finished it. It is way better than the trailers showed. The comedy is better than the trailers showed. The interaction between the characters on a personal level is better than the trailer showed. Um, it does end up suffering from repetition um, in fights. So previously I said that the characters would quip at one another if they're doing something wrong or right. Or um, You were getting to the same clips th- over and over again? Over and over. So, well, I, um, guess, I guess and- for me, the other the tricky part is, you know, even though I enjoy the film Suicide Squad and Guardians, I really don't. I'm not a fan of them. Like, I, I don't. I don't really like them. Like, I'd, I personally I did not like Suicide Squad. I did not like it. It's a distinctly average film. What? What? The new one that just came out. Yes, I love that film. I, I really. The, f- it, the but... first one was bad. This one, in in my opinion, is average. I so think, you've got, and I think, the, this, I think the reason people, yeah, I think this new one is, I think it's a little bit above average, but it's not like way above average. It's, 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 it's it is night and day difference between the last, the last suicide, suicide squad movie. But I still would say like, I, I would put it the same as what I thought of guardians. Cause, <gasps> Never. cause I dink, cause I ding guardians automatically. Cause it's falling like every freaking sorry marvel formula every single time which i i get that's what we have to deal with all the time but like i do find some of the comedy uh, good the the first guardians of the galaxy is probably my favorite marvel film in general um it's not my favorite i I love that film i've seen it i think the winter soldier is its best i like civil war i like the winter soldier is the best film because it's like a it's like it's a spy movie with it's action, a, not a, exactly, yeah. and that's what I loved about it. It like didn't have to follow no Marvel formula. It was just a really good spy movie with action in it, and it featured superheroes, and I love that. That that's why I love the Batman so freaking much. It's like a, it's a detective movie that Batman just happens to be in, and it works just fine like that. And I like right. That. So back onto the Suicide Squad, the game. Um, I think we can all agree that Liam is wrong in liking it. Um, and we'll wait. We'll wait and see. This, this is another one. Is it, sh- I'd, I'm, it's a kind of. I guess. For, for, sorry. Final. So, go, no, go sorry. I'm, I just want want to say this. It's, this this kind of is a put up or shut up moment for Rocksteady as well. As if you can't deliver on this and start getting some um, Arkham City level reviews across the board on this I, I don't know whether they're actually in a bit of trouble I'm gonna make a prediction I, I can't make this prediction for Gotham Knights because I I just don't trust it even though I hope it's really good I, I you know it's like yeah this game's a mess and I'm not I'm not gonna 
decided to make any predictions like but but Suicide Squad I think is going to be a high rated game. I, I, I think it's going to be like above eighty five, I would say. I would if, not I, if it, I was to predict I, I won't predict. disagree with you, Liam. And here's why. Which I disagree with uh with the uh, in a sense Keith in this way, that I do not think that um I th what I've seen the gameplay looks good, that I will admit. But for a game, no like, one wants to be Captain Boomerang. But that's that's, oh, that's what yeah, I was about to say. Too. That's He's what stopped. that's what I was about to say. So that was the thing I was gonna say before you were like you needed to finish your thing, which is good. And I said, the thing that's holding me back on this thing, and the reason why Suicide Squad to me is so uninteresting, is because half of these characters. No one fucking knows if we didn't have the Suicide Squad movies except for comic fans. And I get it. And I totally get it. I, you want to introduce these people? Great. You want to use Harley Quinn as the muse to try to get people intrigued to like do this team up? Great. But the other three are just so uninteresting. Like, And from uh, what I, I've seen in the films, I'm so uninterested, especially Captain Boomerang, even though I um, know I, yeah. even though I know he's a main villain for The Flash, Flash. And, and I know that, and I understand that, and there could be a really interesting, like, play with things. I think Suicide, Suicide Squad would have been, you know what, I know what I think they should have done? I think they should have not done the Suicide Squad. I think they should have taken, like, the major villains from the, from the Justice League and pop them together and say we got to kill our um our greatest rivals so like the joker would be in this game um wonder woman's greatest villain cheetah would be in this game for uh superman we would have lex luther in this game and then for the flash we would have captain boomerang because that's probably or reverse flash one of the two but i think it would have been way more interesting to put like, i i would have that would be that would be too hard of a game to make i, to, I, get, I, get, to make I get it but like that's a more interesting premise to me because not only that it hooks from the from all the generalistic uh, while adding and, new elements, and I, I think you and you and I are going to disagree on that one because I, I do yeah. I do like the fact that the Suicide Squad is normally a bunch of complete and total fuck ups. Well, um, if if they if they did the Suicide Squad, what would have been way better? Like if they're doing the Suicide Squad Suicide Squad now, would be more interesting is like build the Rogues Gallery a little more to add more people, and then if you die in the game, Amanda Waller blows your brain up. That is precisely uh, the problem I had with the game when it first got announced. I was like, why are there only four members in the Suicide Squad? The whole no point is death. Yeah, exactly. But, but now that I've seen the game, I kind of get what it's going for. That it's just this, this silly sort of comedy romp. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I, I, I thought when I was watching it, um, well, when I was watching one of the newest trailers, I, I thought, well, Harley Quinn's obviously going to be awesome. I love Harley Quinn. Uh, Captain Boomerang is selling me, though, because that, that guy just seems hilarious. Um, and then King Shark was one of the best parts of the recent uh, Suicide Squad film. Like, maybe even Keith could agree with that. He, he was like, just so... I like Polka Dot Man more. <laughs> I mean, I like Polka Dot Man, but, but I'm saying King Shark, you, you can see where they could find humour and fun with that character. But that's, I'm the, the, that's, the, that's, sort of that's the thing is like that's the thing that's throwing me off though. Like they're picking them because of humor, not because they would make a cool character. Well, I think they would. Like, and, and from the trailers, it looks like they're all quite interesting. In like yeah, uh, the, the characterization of the of them as individuals outside of Harley Quinn does kind of match what you see in the comics and the cartoons. 
Um, and again, this is just a, a personal thing. If you're going to do a Suicide Squad movie, there has to be some kind of jeopardy for the squad outside of the mission that they're on, because that's the whole point. And I'm confused that there isn't. Yeah. Well, they, they okay, can't Waller is threatening them, but if she, if she killed, if if Amanda Waller were to kill them off, they can't complete the mission. And there's no one else to send, so well, I'm confused as to. I think there's something they showed in the trailer, though. I think, unless it's, I think you unless the... it's going to be the DLC packs that um, WB want to send you with. <laughs> oh, you, oh, your character, your character died. Well, you can have. Um, wow. I, I don't know who who else would they bring in. Killer Frost. You can have Killer Frost um, to buy um, to buy in, and it will only cost you seventeen ninety nine. Uh, to pay for her now, or you can wait for the first DLC to drop, um, along with three other unknown characters for twenty four ninety nine. Well, well they just be like carbon copies of the characters that they killed off, you know. Like, and instead of Deadshot, have uh, Idris Elba from the newest film. Or well, I think uh, I think it, we saw in the trailer that like you might be hunting people that Waller like other Suicide Squad members that like ran away. Because isn't there that sequence at the end of the trailer when she's shocking some guy and he's already dead because you killed him and then they're like, shock him again, he's running away and they're like laughing about it. But then it's like, well, is it the implant in their brain you just blow the brain up? Like, why are we shocking them? Like, are we do like that, that's where... Like, it just seems so... I, it's like, if you're going to go into Suicide Squad, go the Suicide Squad route and not try to like finagle it around to make it work to fit in to make sure it plays the game you want to play if that's what you if it if you want to make it the game you want to play then don't make it suicide squad make it something else and i think you could still make it interesting as like a team group up and just not have a mind waller in the background like that's and then, and then it could still be a certain game where all these fuck-ups like get together and all of a sudden they figure out oh like we Oh, we got to kill the Justice League because I don't. I still want to go back to my place and be with my PewDiePie and like uh, my cutie pie and and PewDiePie. Mr. J. Mr. J. Do you want to be with a famous YouTuber? I, I want to um, <laughs> be with my Mr. J. So like, I need to say, I need to go kill Batman. Well, it would, like, it, it would make it would make yeah, more sense. Was it, but, um, we haven't we haven't been shown the setup, so we know we know that Brainiac is in it, and we know that somehow Brainiac is controlling the Justice brainwashed League. the Justice League. Um. So we don't know if it's actually a suicide squad, suicide squad where people have got bombs in their necks or if Amanda Waller has just convinced these villains to try and stop the Justice League from destroying the world. You know, it'd be an interesting so, premise is if it was their fault. Like they're the ones that caused Brainiac to be able to corner the Justice League and they felt bad. They're like, oh. It, yeah, it we kind, kind of, of fucked up like, the world, so we might as well go fix it. And then Amanda Waller's like, "Well, you need backup." And they kind of, it kind of seemed like they were sending them there because they were the only people they could get their hands on at that time. Maybe <laughs> like, and the everybody else killed the, killed the rest of the villains off or something, and there's no villains Possibly. left. And and there was also something else in there where it seemed that Wonder Woman uh, wasn't beholden to Brainiac or something, and all the other characters were, um, which mm. which is interesting. Maybe they freed her. At, maybe that's after post, like freeing her from Brainiac's cause. Because like, maybe you don't really kill the Justice League. Like, I remember, the mission is I, to kill, but they figure out how to not kill them and like just free I, them. I remember somebody saying something to do with the law because she's part god. She can't be, you well, know, controlled 
Well, one of the trailers, she's... she had red eyes or the the purple eyes. So, like, I thought she was controlled at least for part of it. Uh, I, I don't know. I watched a bunch of people analyze in the trailer. Well, let's but... see because we don't know. All we're doing here is speculating and yeah, talking because of... they haven't shown us anything. <laughs> um, grab a wand, speculate them. Um, yeah. Who wants but to talk about speculatus? Oh. Speculatus. Well, if you thought I was evangelizing that last game part, just you wait. Oh, go ahead. Well, start Liam, evangelizing. We, before, <laughs> before I start shitting on you for being a trans-hating scumbag, um, because apparently only trans-hating people will buy this video game. Um, They've made it very clear J.K. Rowling has nothing to do with the development yeah. and the story of this game. They've made it abundantly clear. Yeah, they've, uh, the, isn't it isn't it disappointing that they've had to go so far out of their way to distance themselves from the creator of the what person they're making? Who, yeah, um, yeah. Wow, not only, wow has someone fallen from grace harder in like a community than J.K. Rowling in in the background? It's it's not even like open public thing where it's like the where it's like on the news, all over the news of being like J.K. Rowling, like in. It's like all this has been like very much behind the scenes and just spread word of mouth to all fans and fans have just been like, no. <laughs> um, agree or disagree with what, what she said on uh, trans issues. I don't necessarily think that people posting her address online yeah. um, and some of the other horrible shit that they're doing in any way. I think, uh, Equ I think equalizes the the pain that I think or the hurt that they right. feel that she has caused to them. Um, yeah. is it, is, I, I is, saying things that she didn't say, which, which gets on my nerves. Oh, you mean people online have made up shit? <laughs> well, yes, it goes with the territory. Yeah, yeah I made. I, I heard a I heard a rumor that J.K. Rowling is actually part of the Lizard Overlord V conspiracy, along with the the members of the royal family. Um, so. As long as we're making up shit, let's make up some really fun stuff. Oh, is she part of the? Is she part of the deep state that takes children's blood and puts it into the the, the arms of the democratic leaders to make themselves live forever? Yeah, and um, if if you put um, if you put a, a postage stamp of the queen, um, as our postage stamps have the the head of the queen on, if you put that upside down, you can get arrested. <laughs> God, this is all not true, people. Just saying, what we're saying is all not true. <laughs> Just make it abundantly clear. Um, no, I, I, I totally agree with you both. That like in the premise of you know, do I absolutely disagree with she, what she has to say? Absolutely, as being part of the LGBTQ plus community, like I completely disagree with what she has to say. Do I think that the people putting up her addresses and making up things she that she did not say? Like, am I, I, I'm definitely not okay with that. Um, I am more disappointed in the fact that I'm more than willing to, if someone wants to better themselves, and that's the same for me. Like, we all make mistakes in regards to, uh, it's because of our understanding of the world and where we come from. Like, I come from the Midwest, and there are things that I learn because I am not exposed to certain elements. Like, I'm not exposed to, like, okay. Well, honestly, grew up in a town full of a bunch of white people. Let's, let's be, I'm being frank. I, there were not very many black people where I grew up. There was not very many uh, uh, island pacificers, 
uh, Asian, any, any other culture just in general. So I had to learn a lot. And, and what is that the point is, is when you find out what you're doing is not appropriate and not okay because it, it is hurtful to another group of people or to another person is that you say, okay, I'm so sorry that I, I did that. Um, I understand. I want to learn. And then you do better. And the fact that what makes me feel frustrated about J.K. Rowling just in general with the situation is she has not learned and not have done better. She she doubles down, and if you want to double well, down, she, that's, and, and if you she want to, she believes she's right. Right, and, and if you want to double down on what you think is right, that is your opinion. But the, I completely hold on. I just want to finish real quick. I completely disagree with. Uh, I, I will completely disagree with what she what she thinks is right, and I think it's wrong, and I will just not support that. And that's that's my prerogative. Yeah, the the one thing that I don't like about this situation, then we'll actually talk about the game and allow Liam to talk about how excited he is for magic, um, is, is the worrying trend in modern society is more and more about rightness rather than understanding. Yes. Um, so my 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 view of the world is right, and yours is wrong. Not, can you try and tell me why you have a different view of the world than me? Um, and I think with more with more empathy and understanding, the world would be a better place. And that's enough of me being a hippie. And can, I'm going to get back to being well, an angry, angry middle aged man again. Just, just to hop in to just like kind of twist it with not twist it, but like piggyback off of you for a quick second. Well, I'll go to Liam after, which is. You know, I, I'm all for uh, understand like this type of um, it's a very weird situation we're in as a society where, you know, some someone may say something where, yes, it is extremely inappropriate. Uh, and and I, I think it's inappropriate and wish they had a better understanding. And I'm all for the second chance for that person to do better. Now, it's something like sexual assault. That is not OK. That is just completely not something I am going to say that I will, you can go, go away and, and you can do better in the future, but clearly that is a line you, sh everyone should know that is not crossable as not okay. Well, no, you can earn $230 million from doing that. Anyway. Everyone should be out doing it. Anyway, uh, what, what I'm, what I'm really trying to say is just the more like the things that people say <laughs> and come from and coming from a different place. I'm all for, them going learning and then forgiving if when they when they learn to understand and then they 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 do better from coming that from that better place um so that's that's where i stand just in general and i i i am all not for just automatically being like oh this person is horrible they they should never blah 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 it's no i i'm disappointed that they said something like this i would love for them to go talk to somebody to try to get it figured out. And then if they come back and they're better for it, that's amazing. And I will still support them because we all learn. And that's what, that's there's, what's um, I don't know if either of you are familiar with coaching, not coaching as in sports coaching, but coaching as in um, the approach to working with people in a corporate environment. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So I've trained, I've trained in coaching. Um, I've done some coaching. Um, the important thing they tell you when you start training and coaching is the person you're coaching 
has to want to be coached mm -hmm. and they have to know that they're being coached at the time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it won't work. It's almost like being hypnotized. Think, well, you want to be hypnotized. Yeah. yeah, you have to. You can't just be involuntarily hypnotized. You have to agree to if, to have it done, because mm -hmm. um, our brains don't want to be controlled by anyone else. <laughs> surprisingly, um, so in this situation, I think that J.K. Rowling has taken a stance, and she will not remove herself from that stance. And I think this is the the one thing that is poisoning both the game because it is um even though although there will be to do with it even though she's got nothing to do with it um but also the, her her chance of any form of people trying to understand what she's saying and also how what she has said has come to cause the situation that she's experiencing because it's easier just to dig your heels in and say i believe i am right than I am willing to try and understand why you think I'm wrong. Yeah, well, the, the way that... But anyway, on, uh, wavy, I, wavy I, sticks I, around. Yeah. I, I would say that and all that way, shit. The way that they've gone after her, um, I think uh, people need to be a little bit more open to the idea for why she would dig her heels in if, if she is wrong on the issue. Um, I, I don't think... I don't think shouting abuse at people is very helpful to changing their minds. Well, it won't. It will just reinforce their opinion that... Yeah, I mean, obviously they'll feel that you're in the wrong because you're horrible yeah. to me. And, uh, you know... <laughs> but, but, and, and yeah. this, basically, basically what you're describing is how I feel about all of you on Discord. <laughs> um, so I, I diffuse tense situations with comedy, that's what I do. Um, so, Liam, you you want to wave a stick around, make potions. Okay. Oh, you want to... my... I have a wand you... like this. So you want to pet magical creatures, which is, is it kind of like petting dogs in games? Because if it is, because um, at the moment, Ghostwire Tokyo game of the year, you can pet and feed it, dogs. It, it, might, it might be the only way we can get Evan to play this. So, so I, I'm going to say, yeah. yeah. Well, you can also write um, it too. Yeah, Evan, went to, Evan went to Harry Potter World and owns his own wand. So I think he might be all in on this one. Um, uh, yeah, probably. Um, so Liam. Please, please extol the virtues of this game, if not the virtues of the well, woman who came up with the IP. I, I've said this for me personally. Um, that this is like very personal because when I was a kid and I used to play the old Harry Potter games on PC, uh, I loved the Chamber of Secrets. Oh. Like, that game was fun back in the day. Aye, Mitch. Yeah, love Chamber um, of Secrets. It was great. Yeah, I, I remember playing that when I had the chicken box <laughs> when I was a kid, and I was like, yeah, this is one of the best Christmases ever. Um, but, like, when you're a kid and you're, like, getting in so immersed into the books and the films and, you know, I, I was a huge Harry Potter fan. I mean, I still am, but but th th this game is, like, something I dreamt up in my brain when I was younger. And it's done nothing to hinder my excitement for it since that first trailer. Uh, and I, I just cannot wait to play it. It's I was in my 20s when that first. film came out in that world, <laughs> which is horrified to think about. Um, but yeah, it, it's um, it's just a dream game, and that's the only way I can put it, because I, I'm so impressed by everything that they showed, you know, from the gameplay. I, I mean, there are a few concerns, but I think at the end of the day, for me, even if everything doesn't quite go to plan, I'll still be very happy to play it. 
yeah it's a it's it, like truly it's it's a solid game like it looks really solid i think they have a lot of cool elements in the game that i think this they it seemed as if like this is the first time i've seen the book come to life which has been great um i and it's hard like I, we just talked about jk rowling and and you know that itself is this umbrella that is shadowed this game unfortunately for for a lot of people including myself because you know you know we have the things that she has said but then we also have the, you know the fantastic beast movies have been not that great and it's really a kind of dampered and we have another film coming out next month um which i yeah but this might, one's got mad mads mickelson well because johnny depp got fired yeah because the whole allegedly thing. beating up his wife yeah but then amber heard can still work and be on be an Aquaman too, which is even though um, she's a crazy woman. I'm not allegedly. Say, allegedly, I'm not going to. Even though you can see some from, of it on camera from, from the from the court case, it seems as if both are in the wrong. So I felt like both deserve similar punishment, especially from the same studio. Like I'm so confused, but I can understand why they would. Or, or but I can understand from their their perspective why they maybe defend her um, in this case. But anyway. Um, I, I think it's a shame that it has to be so public and everybody yeah. has to leave. Yeah, so it, did, it didn't have to be things that should be private. Yes, I, I think I agree yeah. with that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I uh, we're know, getting into a whole. If we were a popular podcast, <laughs> we I don't know if we'd have um, liable lawyers coming after us for random stuff. Anyway, anyway, to get to Sorry. where I was talking about, uh, to basically, like, there's just a lot of umbrella-ness on this game that has dampered my excitement. Um, it, just excitement about Harry Potter in general. Um, and so maybe this is the game that will bring that back, like bring back the joy of what Harry Potter was to me and what Harry Potter can be to me. Um, I think the combat looks great. I was very nervous about how wand combat would be. And I'm pretty impressed uh, of what they are pulling off for it. And uh, the only hiccup for me is like, uh, I am not a big fan of the way that the person's like doing like dance moves from Fortnite to like make their wand move. Like I saw one time they like took their leg and swung it back behind themselves to like do a, a magic pose like this or something. And I was like, okay. We don't need to get that fancy dancy to like do some spells. Like, um, if you watch the films, it's basically like you're waving the wand, and it's all about the wrist movement, the way you're not the putting your hand up here and like making sure your legs behind your other leg. It's just a, a little too fancy dancy for me. It's not fancy. Yes, but they you. must be. <laughs> they must be like, oh, the industry is needs more animators, and we've got a bunch. But how are we going to hold? you need to over animate everything <laughs> yeah and i wonder if maybe they're like oh it helps helps the player distinguish between spells a little better compared to like because if you're just doing wrist movement uh it's really hard to see unless you're in first person to like really tell what the wrist is doing at the time because this is a third person game but i do like how they're like how they're combining all the elements of Harry Potter is pretty brilliant. I mean, I love that they use the mandrakes. That's like a stunning uh, item, which is really great, which is like pulling from the, pulling from the books and the source material. And I, I really like that. I, uh, it is cool that you can expand beyond uh, the Harry Potter castle, but then the castle is its own evolving element that, 
you can find secret passageways and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's, I, I love that. And I think it also helps them in the gameplay department. Like they can cut off certain areas because like, oh, the castle's ever evolving and you haven't found the secret to unlocking that area yet because it's, it's you'll find out in this history book that there's a secret little, you know, brick, you got to tap a certain way. And then all of a sudden this magic door opens that leads you to another room. Like, I think there's a lot of amazing things they can really do with this. And I'm genuinely impressed. Um, and I think the one element that's going to be the iffy part is, you know, combining the schoolwork with the, uh, with this overarching story about these goblins and, um, and seeing how that all comes together, um, because you're just a student and it's, it's almost as if, uh, like I get, you have to kind of have like a plot point story thing. I kind of wished it more involved something about the school, then with just this outside force coming in and then maybe the sequel is you're in an open like you're out into the world and then the goblins come into play or something like that where you know mixing the two i think makes it mix and i guess maybe that's what they're going for sorry i'm kind of talking thinking at the same time which is uh you know i don't want to be like exactly like harry potter where i'm harry dealing with real world issues while i'm trying to learn in school um, I think keeping it in confines of the school would be way more interesting of like your, your issue for the player is something to do with the school rather than something, an outside force coming in. If that makes sense. I mean, you can, yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm it, excited. It, it seems good. And the one, the one thing that concerned me, well, there's a few things that concern me because I've got to be the, the negative one on here. We can't all be happy all the time. Um, so one was the combat. So you were saying you found the combat interesting. I thought it looked, it, it reminded me of Assassin's Creed. And the Which enemies one? will, um, the early ones where you, where they all wait to die. Oh, no, because they, they, they I, see, I thought that at first, but then you have to like, they will shoot you with spells and you have to use defensive charms. So like it, I, it, yeah. it may look like that because you're waving wands. I think that's the hard part to like imagine of being like, okay, well, um, I don't see it that way at all, actually, because I think of the the way they said you have to use defensive charms makes me think there actually will be offensive and you just have to be very smart and strategic about what spell to use to counter because they also said if you hit the same spell back at them, it re it cancels out the spell. So like, I think there is, it seems like there's strategy to it. That's all. Yeah. It's a it just looked a bit stilted. I could see that. Yeah. It was um, very much not m mobility. It was very much of like stand here and do your spells. Yeah. So, it, it, do you know, this is going to sound so it's stupid. like MMORPG style. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm a, yeah. It's, it's like World of Warcraft. You stand there, you click the button, and they'll just do their thing. Yeah. So, it, it just made me think when um, the character, whomsoever, um, was standing in a courtyard and they were fighting, I think it was three or four wizards. Why didn't was it, why didn't one of the wizards just run up and punch them in the face? But you just they would use a spell on you before you get to your face, I guess. Um, but if the other if you're fighting the other two and they they're taking up your attention anyway, that's just my, how my brain worked. Um, I mean, Hermione did punch really Malthoy like in the face in the movie, so like that makes well, that's a logical reason. I mean, there, there was stuff in the last book 
um, as well, where they, they, they'd actually remember to use physical force against people they were fighting. Mm-hmm. Instead of well, because you got so close to them, you might as well just kick them in the nuts and then use your spell against them because they're I, 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 I really like that idea I, I would love it if something like that was in the game oh that'd be hilarious just, like your ultimate yeah. move is a stunt is a stun kick to the nuts <laughs> so, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um so and the the other thing there are elements of this that i think is is just going to be a time sink um so your um bestiary you can save all these animals from people poaching them for no apparent reason and then you just keep them yourself well at the school because the school uh, will take uh, care of them at your own, per- your own personal zoo um so and then looking after them looking after them let me let me get through my list of busy oh, no, i stopped I, I had to think about what i was going to say so go ahead so i, I think as there is going to be i i can s- I can't see how that necessarily links through to gameplay. I can see how making potions and learning new spells and classes and things like that will link through to gameplay because you can take a potion, it might make you invisible or impervious to certain forms of damage or all that kind of stuff. Can I tell you one creature I did see on that list where I see would apply to gameplay really quick? They had the... Mm. um, So if you haven't seen the Fantastic Beasts movie, there was a creature in there. It looked like um, like a duck mouse i'm a duck um, yeah i forgot what it's called yeah but but what it does is the uh, niffler yeah the niffler Niffler. so what it does is um they're known for stealing treasure so i have a feeling they would either like lead you to treasure or steal items off enemies like i I, that's where i would see like a beast helping you in gameplay but keep going and you already mentioned the mandrake as well but that's that's a that's made in herbology so it's not necessarily a creature I suppose. Yeah. So, and the the thing that worried me was um, when you're in. Uh, they showed the shots of you being in the room of requirement, and you were making, you were crafting something. He said, "Ready in twenty seven minutes." Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that's in game time and not real world time. No, oh, I'm, I'm guessing real. I think it's real time. I, I, I think it's in game. Um, but they did say no microtransactions. Yeah, they, said, they, said, they came out and said yeah. no microtransactions. Oh, well done. I, I get the feeling. Don't don't try and get me to applaud you for not putting shitty microtransactions into a game. Well, I think it scared. Um, I think it scared people with you when it said twenty seven minutes, and they're like, "Oh no, they're going to charge us a microtransaction to have it instantly done." I, I actually. No, um, um, the, sorry, Liam. Just let me let me finish off ranting about stuff because you, you, let me get it off my chest and then. You can try and convince me that I'm going to love it. Um, so I, I didn't actually think that because um, I didn't think they would introduce mobile-style game mechanics into this product. Um, what it did make me think of, please let this be in-game time and not real-world time. So if, you, if you've got an accelerated day-night cycle, 27 minutes might be 10 minutes in-game time. But if it's actually... 27 minutes you've got to go away and then remember to come back and pick this up um you could be going off and doing something else and well i bet it gives it, you a notification yeah it, well, you, well suddenly an owl swoops in and says your potion is ready oh, no, um, they, probably, they probably just go oh i wonder if my potion's ready yeah but 
I don't know. It just seems or maybe in, you in go every into the room of requirement often enough that you like that by the time you go back, there's already you're like, oh, my thing's done. I can you. I don't know like how special the item is that you're using for the room of requirement. It might be like a super item, and, and it requires twenty seven <laughs> minutes because like, hey, it's a super item. Like we don't want to give it to you right away. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I just yeah, the, the thing be. that I'm concerned about. Is it, who are you? Come on, I'm not Matt, <laughs> and you're not me. So um, now we've now we've realised those those obvious anatomical differences. Um, is it just it, when I was watching it, I thought this could be a lot of fun. It could also be a significant busy work simulator. Well, I, I was going to say that um, I have it on pretty good authority that um, not just this game, but all of the games we've been talking about today um, originally had microtransactions in them, uh, but they all got removed after a certain game came out and the response wasn't very good, uh, Marvel's Avengers, and then Cyberpunk. Um, like, uh, apparently it was sort of like a thing for Warner Brothers games in general that they were going to sort of shoehorn in microtransactions into... Well, if you look at what they did with Shadow of War, and then... Exactly. But... Yeah. Yeah. They learned their lesson then? Well, they kind of did, because they realised nobody was playing their game anymore. <laughs> So they removed all of them and then uh, were wondering, why is nobody coming back to the game? Well, it's worse <laughs> that the microtransaction is used because you have to because uh, you have to um, uh, grind to get your level high enough. And they're like, oh, we'll just let you level up enough when we give you, if you pay us like 20 bucks. <laughs> what the hell? Um, yeah, it was a Ubisoft style um, single player microtransactions. Yeah, everybody loves those. What level boost is? Um, yeah, and um, XP XP boosters. Uh, yeah, I get your concerns, Keith, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm I'm in, I'm in, but I still I'm like, I'm genuinely shocked of how good I thought it looked. I really like the world setting. Yeah, I was I the ambition and everything that they're going for seems to work out so far. Like I I think like this is the one where I was the most speculative about and being like okay what kind of game is this really going to be and it's generally everything i thought it was going to be plus extra so like my expectation mm. was overblown for how good this game looks at the uh, moment yes uh, there's some elements that i'm nervous about yeah but like is that enough to make me say i'm not going to buy it probably not because it's looking really good it, it is a good question though mitch um is sometimes games are too big and is this game too big is there too much to do is there too much going on that's what i'm curious about as well what, what's a problem for me but but for other people it might be a problem <laughs> so allegedly or matt mackar mentioned on game face that the instruction has come down from warner brothers on high that this game will come out this year so yeah, I heard that too. how much of a buggy mess do we think it's going to be at launch <laughs> I don't know. So, huge I mean, open I mean, world, the, I mean, massive amount of stuff to do. Um, it, the potential for it to be not 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 cyberpunk level mess, but there there could be some interesting open world bugs going on. Which um, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't get the level of meme that uh, Mass Effect Andromeda did if it launches in a similar state. Well, here's the thing, you know, it, you're, it's a risk 
type assessment because instantly when you're when something is labeled as an, uh, is going to be an open world game the chances of bugs increase automatically if if, if it's a if it's a single player game the there is if if going the less chance likeliness is less there is still chance to have bugs in a single player game there's still chance to have bugs in multi in, in a open world game but there's just two more variables in an open world game with that being said what looks like they showed off seems to be pretty far in development based off what they showed. It, it, not that not, to, not like, to my not to i know nothing i have no insider knowledge about what's happening right there with with the game but what i see from my eyes it looks pretty far and a lot of the elements seem to be there so my thought is because they did push this back because it was supposed to come out earlier this year and then they pushed it back my thought is maybe that it is all for you know the polishing the bug fixing all that kind of stuff to make sure that it's ready to go that i not as worried about it if it hits its date um also i you also didn't notice that they didn't commit to a certain month and i think that's no, really just, important. was it just holiday it was just holiday exactly so yeah. i think that gives them some buffer room to be able to add a month or two if they need to in the holiday and like put it out in December if they have to, or put it in November, or if they want to put it out in September and they need to move it to October, it gives them that flexibility because a lot can happen in a month. Um, so I think, uh, I think they give, I think they gave them given themselves a really good opportunity where I'm not as nervous about that. And even if so, they showed off one bug on their Twitter handle and to be honest, it's quite hilarious, and it matches the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, where the, like the weird, floating centaur. Yeah, the floating centaur could come into play if if a wrong spell was accidentally used or make someone go wacky and crazy. I think that's where where like a bug is actually slightly forgiving in that type of bug that appeared. It would be a little more forgiving because you could totally imagine a creature doing that, especially if you messed up your spell. Like it's just it's it's kind of one of those things. With that being said, I I think I'm not as worried about that. Um, what well, one thing I I feel like um a lot of the reason they just said holiday is because they're sort of working around um the release date of Gotham Knights, which is a game they're not very comfortable, you know, with whether it will release and be a quality game. Um, and I I think Avalanche Software have done a lot of things to prove that they should be trusted. Like in terms of releasing a quality game, well, they whereas cost series, right? No, no, <laughs> that, no. That that is Avalanche Studios, um, and the, the the people that developed this game is Avalanche Software, which is very confusing. Um, they're the people that made the Disney Infinity games and uh, Cars. Cars for Yeah. Okay, never mind then. I was going to say they probably have this is this is this is a story for as well. Um. Guerrilla Games level of shift. Yes, this is a big this is a big move for them. And so I'm hoping it pays off for them in the same way that Horizon Zero Dawn paid off for Guerrilla Games. And I would I... like this to be good. I will play it at some point. Am I going to buy it day one? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think this game could be good, and it doesn't need to. It doesn't have to be great. But if it's great, I think it's going to like go over the moon in regards to like people's reviews and expectations and scores. But I think as long as that's just good, I think people will be very happy with this game. Very happy. Mm. Um, a little known fact, 
um, actually, is that before this game, the studio actually was closed down by Disney, and it was resurrected this, um, primarily to make this game. Um, well, it's, it's good that they're making their own passion project, I suppose. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, as, as much as passion projects in the video games industry can be quite dangerous because fancy them, oh, you're working on your passion project, so please do 150-hour week so that I can have cool. it when I when I think I, I deserve it because I'm paying you for it, in which you deserve nothing. Um, Liam, no, you're massively excited for this. I'm, I'm guessing you'll... You're you're going to be waiting and seeing, but expectantly. Um, so. I, I'm I'm not sure because I'm going to buy it, even if it's not very good. So zero uh, to so ten I'm, scale, where are you at? I'm, where are you at on the I'm zero to ten, 10 scale? I'm a ten. This is my most. Uh, even before Horizon came out, this was my, the game I was most excited for this year. Um, probably is it on your step. fantasy league? Um, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think it might be. Mitch, zero to zero to ten. I'm like a nine, solid nine. Mm. Like I, I, basically, I will buy it. Like I'm going to buy it. Um, I have curiosity of anything. I'd have very uh, yes. I'd, I mean, I'll still wait for review scores because that's just how I how I do to just make sure of and it's and I, and I don't to be. and I guess in a sense I don't look at the score. I read their reviews because that's what you should really do, people. Because then you can know actually what the game is instead of like. Um, instead of looking at x play and x play giving uh elden ring a five out of five but then they also in their review talked about how inaccessible the game is but that's also partly its charm so like if you actually um, read the review you would know that going into it instead of just assuming oh yeah. my god it's the best game ever and like oh everyone will love it that's that's what liam yeah. hogwarts legacy is down as one of your alternates so um uh oh cool um, there you go. I, I, I don't think there's there's, there's not much scope for you to sub it in. I, I did just want to say that, that one of the things I am concerned about, um, which I guess isn't that big of a concern because I'm going to buy it anyway, but but I am a little bit worried about uh, the media letting their own biases leak into their coverage of this game. I've already seen it. I, I think it's a bit over the top. I think if you can't control yourself when it comes to sort of trying to keep your own biases to yourself, uh, I think then you shouldn't cover the game. And I'm, I'm a little bit worried and a little bit also intrigued as to what the reception is going to be like to this game when it does release. Well, I know people, um, I know some people already that are um, probably not going to buy this game because of J.K. Rowling. Yeah, and, which you know, more extreme, powerful people. Which is extreme disappointment. Even though I told yeah, them, like, hey, reason. and they're like, we know it's not being made by J.K. Rowling in any capacity. But I'm still kind of meh from Harry Potter. Well, that that's fine too. Um, but but I, I am interested to see whether the games media, which um, honestly has been getting worse over the years, in my opinion, uh, I want to see whether they will cover the game uh, to the best of their abilities in a fair sort of way. And I've already seen a bunch of previews and people talking about the game. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, um, even though we're a sifted podcast, I was watching. Matt and Shane talk about the game the other day and uh, they, they'd already made up their minds that they don't like the game and they hate it and it has no redeeming features. You know, it, it was a bit difficult to watch, I would say, because it, it was, you know, clearly quite biased in that way, I would say. It's just it, I don't it remember felt, that. I um, may have glossed over it. Yeah, I, might, it feels I, I think I missed it too. I thought Matt... I thought, the game, you know, oh, I thought Matt... Thought it was okay. I didn't think he hated it. 
I oh, seem to hate it. I mean, no. I've I've heard him talk about the Harry Potter books before, and and he oh, said he hates that, the Harry um, Potter books, but I don't think he said he. Yeah, no, no. But what I mean is, I remember him talking about the Harry Potter books years ago, and him saying, um, "Oh yeah, they're just not my thing." Um, but they're fine, well written. Um, this time when he talks about them, he goes, oh yeah, they're atrocious. She's a terrible author and a terrible writer. And I'm just like, mm, that's quite a turnaround. I distinctly remember that. Right. It's just, he may have changed, right. he may have, he may have uh, revised his opinion. I think it's more if he might be taken, because he, he still said he really enjoyed the three books of what they were uh, as being this whimsical adventure for children and that she just tried to grow up with her writing and it didn't really work as well. But I think for... But I think I'm for not him, going to put words in anyone, else, in anyone else's mouth. What I'm going to say is I've been replaying Titanfall 2. <laughs> with oh, Evan? No. no, not with Evan. Oh, you should, um, I'm yeah, trying to stream, it, to stream it in front of Evan because Evan would really enjoy that. As the I mean, best I, I, single player first-person shooter ever. Oh come on, no, not close. I, I I need to have somebody on my side when it comes to Elden Ring at the end of this goddamn year. Because mm. uh, well, my roommate just, my like roommate just bought Elden Ring and he is off school for a few weeks, so I'm about to go chat with I will go chat with him about <laughs> it, and he can tell me whether it's really good or really bad. So. Oh, I love it. It's great. I, I, I'm enamored. Um, but I, on, I, on, I, I, as I was listening to someone the other day talking about Elden Ring, and they were basically outlining all of the RPG elements, all of the lore, and then said, I don't play Apex Legends because it's too complicated. What? <laughs> Which I ah. thought was hilarious. And, <laughs> and on that note... We're out. Is he giving me the hint hint that we're all done now and he's about to give it? So I was like, oh, I gotta prep I mean, this. You've got